You're listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Hello, this is Marjorie with Chirp Radio on the line with Ian Young of Slow Riser. Want to say hey to the people, Ian? Hey, how's it going? Fantastic. So to kick things off, why don't you tell us about the name Slow Riser? Yeah, uh, when we were trying to figure out a name for this project, I heard someone describe themselves as a slow, like slow to rise. And that's a way I've also described my, myself not being a morning person. And it just sort of felt like it fit the the vibe of the the project well. And even going like this project took a lot to get rolling. So I guess, you know, it could kind of make sense in that regard as well. I love that. Yeah, that was that was going to be my guess. Also a very nocturnal person. And so Slow Riser is comprised of you and Claire Watkins. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the birth of this duo. Yeah, so Claire and I have been playing together for over a decade. We play in another project called Scott Ripley. And this project kind of came from the ashes of another project called Painted Creek. Um, These songs were actually written to be like the first Painted Creek record. And Claire played violin and did backing vocals on that. And when the other friend who I who I did Painted Creek with decided that he his interests were moving away from music, we sort of Claire and I sort of regrouped and decided that you know okay we'll be the ones that sing on it and do the lyrics for it and kind of go from there. So yeah, shortly after becoming friends, we started collaborating on music together, and yeah, been doing it ever since. Awesome. And as a duo who each wear multiple hats on the recordings, what does a live show look like for y'all? Uh, so we just started playing live, and basically how it how it is is like I will pretty much be I do a little bit of keyboards, but I'm mainly bound to vocals and guitar. Um, Claire will switch between keyboards, uh, bass, and violin, and then the rest is sort of like backing tracks. So we basically took whatever elements we couldn't do ourselves or that we could do ourselves live. We kind of like took those out from the tracks and have the rest playing behind us. Awesome. Very cool. I wasn't sure if y'all like brought in other people. That makes way more sense. Yeah, we hope to uh, I hope to at some point like expand the, the live setup. But like as we're starting out and getting our bearings with this particular project, uh, just made the most sense. Keep it sparse.
your project's first release was an EP in 2019 titled Painted Creek, which you also mentioned was kind of a different iteration of the band. And so your new album, Midnight Talk, your like debut full-length album came out May of this year. Obviously, a lot of things changed between 2019 and 2023. How did all of that influence the sound? Yeah, so... I mean, I guess probably like certainly the biggest thing is that in the initial like in with Pina Creek, it was a different singer entirely. So that certainly influenced it quite like quite a bit as far as like playing more to that singer's strengths. But yeah, I think also I got in the process of writing this, you know, like over the pandemic, I think I. I also got like better with crafting stuff on my own and producing like higher quality demos and whatnot. And I think that led me to create like a way more layered sound on top of that. Like just like being in my head alone uh, led me to like kind of layer things up a ton. That's probably like the biggest difference is the demos for this record versus the EP very way more fleshed out and had a lot more going on to them. Um, while the EP was started off very sparse and Connor and I was sort of built up as it was being recorded where when this record was being recorded a lot of a lot of it was already there. Adrift on rusted swings, morning waits for our landing, jesting in our patchwork tongue, weaving on. I feel like title tracks sometimes get a bad rap for being like, I don't know, too uh-huh. on the nose, but um, I, they can also be such an excellent window into like the realm the album inhabits. What can you tell us about the title track for Midnight Sure, Talk? I guess as far as lyrical content, it's very much about when I was like in high school driving around at night with my best friend and that whole experience. And even, and it ties in the lyrical basis ties in nicely to how it sounds musically, because it was definitely musically that song in particular was definitely pretty influenced by like M83 and the big record we would have driving around with Saturdays equals youth. So yeah, throughout the whole record, when Claire and I were talking about like overarching themes, like a general theme we sort of landed on was um, our own relationship to the night. Like, and how that changes over the years, how that changes depending on what type of year it is, how we feel mentally, all that stuff. So Midnight Talks was very much me trying to create like a little, like a little vignette of what it was to drive around small towns growing up at night with my friend. That is so excellent. Just like as a personal aside, like uh, I was listening to your album today and it like very much gave me high school vibes, which surprised me because like it's not even really something I necessarily. So like 
Um, great job. Fantastic. I didn't even know that's exactly what was happening, but those were the exact, like it reminded me, it's not at all a one-to-one to postal service, but that was my like high school driving around album postal service. And so, um, that was exactly the realm it took me to earlier. So very happy to hear about your own high school times. The cover art for this album is very evocative and speaks to the strong emotions felt throughout this album. What can you tell us about it? Yeah, I put uh, I put the cover art to together. So it, it's a picture. Uh, basically, the picture in the background is of an L stop, like during a snowy night, and it kind of is like a loose nod to one of the lines in in the song "Shy and Mine" that that says that took the train to nowhere just to get outside. So it's kind of a little nod to that. So yeah, just kind of getting something that yeah is is very evocative, has like a a loose tie to some of the lyrics. Totally. Your sound is described as dark indie pop. Who are some of your musical influences for this? Um, for this one, uh, I mean the the National is always a big influence that I think both Claire and I go back to a lot. For this project uh definitely like the like the xx stuff along those lines and stuff you know stuff like the cure and joy division are influences that i go back to all the time for inspiration um so yeah it's kind of like there's definitely influences taken from like 80s gothy post-punk stuff but also um more modern indie rock stuff and like indie electronic stuff so Midnight Talks came out May mm-hmm. of this year. What does the second half of 2023 have in store for uh, Slow Hopefully, hopefully more, uh, more shows. I basically have demoed out a lot of a new record. So hopefully getting, starting to get that together, like get close to recording the, the follow-up to this one relatively soon, if not by the end of the year, beginning of next very cool. Mm-hmm. We've covered a lot of really great ground here today. Before we say our goodbyes, is there anything you would like to tell our listeners that we didn't talk yeah, about? Yeah, well, you could, uh, if you'd like to check out the record, uh, it, Midnight Talks by Slow Riser is available on all streaming platforms now. Thank you again for being on the podcast today, Ian. I'm Marjorie Alford, and this has been a Chirp Artist interview. This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.